My name's Amy, I'm from the London Borough of Waltham Forest um, and I'm working on the Enjoy Waltham Forest programme or the Mini Holland programme as some people um, know it, or as TFL know it. Um, I'm kind of here to talk about um, this spot in the middle of the diagram where urban design and highway engineering collide or marry, whichever, hopefully marriage would be good. Um, it took me quite a while to do this particular slide, um, just because how big that space should be, how much should we share? Uh, my personal opinion is, is quite a lot. We, we kind of are aiming and we're working in the same spaces, so we should be working together as much as, as, much as possible. And also if we're thinking about healthy streets going forward, a lot of the indicators are things that relate primarily to highways and they're, they're on the public highway. Um, but a lot of them are things that urban designers, architects, landscape architects um, consider to be the sort of bread and butter of, of their industries, really. Um, so firstly, just a bit of background on the, on the programme. Um, it consists of uh, villages and town centres, which are area-based schemes. Um, these are about calming residential areas and neighbourhoods, uh, making our streets um, more sort of conducive to walking and cycling and taking the traffic away where it's, where it's not necessary. So taking out those shortcut rat run routes and giving those streets back to the residents that live on them. Because if you're living on a street that is, you know, parched either side just with houses on and you've got 6,000 vehicles a day coming down, it's not a great space where you're going to let your children play out, for example. Uh, we've also got routes, which are things like Leebridge Road, which is our flagship um, corridor route and forest road. Um, and then we've also got a, a whole set of complementary measures um, to tackle those other barriers to cycling and walking that people face, such as parking, um, training, things like that. Um, so I just wanted to explain a, a little bit about what a village scheme is. Um, like I said before, it's about taking out the, the rat-running rat traffic um, and making the streets more calm. Um, this is a, a schematic drawing of um, our Black Horse Village scheme and I had just highlighted in red um, all those are modal filters or, or road closures as, as some people <coughs> call them um, and they're basically making the street network much tighter so for vehicles you can only access <coughs> streets from, from one, one main road rather than using the whole area as a, as a shortcut or a rat run so we're kind of making those cells of roads much smaller um, but just for vehicles, whereas walking and cycling you can access anywhere you want. It's quite interesting because we're effectively creating cul-de-sacs in a lot of places which I've always been taught is a really bad thing to do, um, but actually if you continue the streetscape, which obviously this neighbourhood already has, and just put in some point closures, actually you can make um, cul-de-sacs effectively work really well for, for sustainable travel. Um, and this is a, a typical example of what a modal filter might look like. This is our Hadley Road um, filter. Um, and this is another example of uh, what we're doing on our entry treatment. So where you've got a main road um, uh, joining with a side road and we're basically making blender crossings which continue the footway across the carriageway um, so that vehicles must give way to pedestrians rather than uh, vice versa. Um, and this is just uh, an example of what happens when you when you do this so um, <coughs> armageddon perhaps maybe hopefully not um but these are some of the percentage um change the percentage changes in vehicle counts 2014 which was um pre-scheme 
2016, which was post-scheme in the Walthamstow village area. Um, so you can see all the roads in, in green and yellow have had a, a drop in traffic, whereas those in orange um, had a slight increase. Actually, the increase was, was very marginal on some of the main roads. It wasn't um, such, a, such a disaster that people thought it might be. Um, and I just wanted to talk about when, when you rethink about places and neighbourhoods in this way, what sort of possibilities open up? Because this is a very engineering-y idea, you know, where we're controlling the movement of people, um, but actually it opens up so many possibilities for how people view their streets and how they perceive them, and also their ideas for them, you know, what, what could my street become? What could I use it for besides just parking my car? Um, so this is, I'm really sorry, we've got a, a bit of duplication. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is Orford Road um, before the scheme. Um, a lot of delivery vans, um, there's, we've got so many photos of traffic jams, all sorts of really narrow footways, um, but obviously appetite for some kind of pavement culture, which is great. Um, and then this was when we asked people Oh, we, we said to people, right, right, we're, we're going to look at improving the street and reducing the traffic. What possibilities does that open up? And this is kind of the, the trial that happened. And, and you can see the, the amount of people there is extraordinary, considering this is not a major high street. This is just a local, a local neighbourhood street, basically, with, with shops on. Uh, and this is the scheme today, once we um, permanently implemented it. Um, this is pretty typical sunny evening on Orford Road. Um, it's really well used. Um, all the business units are now um, fully occupied for the first time in, in quite a number of years. Um, and we've also done some post-scheme um, surveys with people, um, residents and businesses. And there's only, I think there's only 17% of people said they would want the road closures and the modal filters taken out which is, you know, considering where we started, it's pretty extraordinary. And this um, was a bit of a nightmare. Um, that's our leader of the council. He was an absolute legend, Councillor Clyde Lokes. Um, and I just want to highlight that political support is crucial, as well as having the help of uh, some really key campaigners like, uh, like Dan's going to talk about. Um, we proved that this scheme, you know, people said it was going to be the death of the high street and the death of Orford Road, and we proved that that hasn't been the case. Um, so much so that we've, we've gone out and done more of it, which is great. Um, this is Francis Road in uh, our Leighton Town Centre scheme. Um, before it was basically just a car park, uh, really, you know, poor, you know, high turnover of shops, a lot of hairdressers, just a tired high street that if you talk to some of the, the older residents, they could remember it being the centre of their neighbourhood, um, but not, not, not right then. So we went and we, we spoke to businesses um, and we asked them some really specific questions about what they wanted to see on the streets, um, you know, to the point that would you maintain planting beds if they were outside your business? Um, would you like seating? Where would you like seating? Um, what sort of parking and delivery loading requirements do you have? And all that um, was fed into the, the detailed public realm design. And it was eerily quiet. Um, no coffins, no, no gravestones. And, and the scheme, this is the scheme um, a couple of months ago, um, fully implemented. Um, and the businesses are now going to start maintaining some of the planting. We've had five new businesses open on that 
quite a small section of street uh, since since the project um, sort of we started talking about it, which is also a really good sort of testimony. Um, and we've seen, you know, businesses have now got cargo bikes, which we never thought would would happen. Um, so it's been a, a really successful successful scheme uh, so far. Um, I also want to talk about the kind of that's the, sort of the biggest stuff that we do, but also uh, just reimagining what your local neighbourhood street could be. You know, this is um, Essex Road, which it's effectively there's a, a road closure where the where the bridge is at the moment, but it's just a bit of a a car park really, and um, some really uh, you know severe drainage problems. Um, we went out and spoke to residents, so actually they came to us at this point, um, and we went to them with this plan to put in some sustainable drainage, um, improve the bridge, which we're still talking to Network Rail about, um, and make you know the area much much greener and give back as much of the the asphalt to greenery as, as possible. And 50 residents showed up to this planting day a couple of weeks ago, including two teenagers, which I was amazed at. It's brilliant. Um, I mean, most of the two local primary schools, I think, use this route to and from school, so it's, it's had a lot of, a lot of uh, passers-by and a lot, of, a lot of good press from that. Uh, the planting day went really well, and this is the scheme this afternoon, actually. Um, yeah, so we're quite, we're quite happy with that one. Um, this is another example of um, another uh, sort of pocket park scheme that we've done where residents have uh, taken over the planting again uh, and they now manage those planters, which is great. Um, and that's just a little more settled in. Uh, finally, um, making enjoyable routes. Um, as I said, we're talking about Leibridge Road, Forest Road, like sort of main corridor routes, but also we have opportunities to make um, quite tired um, spaces much more lively and exciting. This is um, this is one of the few photos that doesn't have a mattress in, which I've just realised I should have found a better one. Um, normally that space behind that raised brick planter is, is full of all sorts of, of stuff, but um, so you know, quite a high maintenance budget for the council really to clear all that up all the time. Um, we went to um, consultation with this, which was to create a two-way uh, cycling. Uh, this was actually a shared route proposal, and we'd have little pocket parks throughout. Um, we'd make like an edible bus stop and things like that. And then this is the road um, as of a couple of days ago. Um, we've now got this, um, uh, suds uh, surfacing in there. We've greened up the wildfire planting should be coming up um, this summer, hopefully. And um, it's looking, looking really nice. And we've also got cycle track and, and pedestrian footway because that was one of the things of the consultation was that people wanted to have separate cycle pedestrian facilities so that's in there. We've also put in um, a buffer hedgerow um, which is still quite young but that's why the, the fencing is there. And once, that, once that grows up, because um, pollution was a major thing that people, people seem to care about, um, that's something that we can do to kind of try and tackle that. Especially because again there are lots of schools in this area so pollution at that sort of level it isn't is not good. Um, looking into I have got like Thanks. a couple of slides. <laughs> um, so uh, looking to the future, the Copper Mill Village Livable Neighbourhood Scheme, so this is separate to Mini Holland, um, it, this is our latest scheme. Um, this is a, a, a sort of rough map of the sort of uh, cycle network and the proposals that we're looking at. It's, an, it's another area-based scheme, so similar to our villages and town centres. 
and um, we're trying to sort of build on what we've learned even more and it's great to hear um, from Peter about the sort of pedestrian networks and, and things like that you know coming forward because we'd really like to do you know some really radical things on, on the streets in this in this neighborhood so for example why does all this parking which is just CPZ or non-CPZ overflow parking why does that have to be there there's a school extension could we not make the street into something better um, this street again is just effectively a car park it doesn't have any impact on the traffic network at all could this street become an extension of the park that is that is on the on the left there uh, again this street such a wide wide expanse of street with some allotments our allotments are heavily oversubscribed could we extend the allotments out into the streets and make that that space much greener um, and finally we've got some sort of thriving sort of local and new businesses, um, could that space be better used um, for those, I mean we've got several cafes springing up around there, so how could that space be, be better used? Um, and I'd love to tell you what we'd like to do, but I'm not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you on that note. <laughs>